The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What up? What up? What up? Ah, oh, what up, man? What up? Uh, what up in this mug? It's 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 Monday. You live look uh, at the Toys. Yes, sir. Championship yes, Plaza. Yes, sir. In front of the Ford Center, where today's high of eighty six. Right now it's eighty three. Feels good. I like the way the weather yeah, is. Yeah. Um, that's about the only thing that's uh, bright is the sun right now. But. But we are going to be Hope, homeboy, positive. Everything is bright. We're going to be mm. everything. We're going to be positive. We are. Yeah, we're going to be yes, positive. We are as a pregnancy test from the hooker that you slept with on oh, Harry Hines Boulevard. Well, okay, well, that's how positive we're going to be today. Not, no, no, that doesn't sound positive. You know, no general situation. I mean, listen, we 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 geek ignore his last statement. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just whoa, that's not that's too positive. I need to bring it down a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. <sighs> we don't want to all be leaving the show at once. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah wow. Ooh, okay, all right, Jess, go ahead on, baby. Do your thing. All right, man. Here we are. Cowboys had a football game yesterday. Y'all know the results. Mm. It was a lot to a little bit. Cowboys didn't look that very good. Uh, what was the score, Kurt? 19-3. Yes, sir. 19-3. The Cowboys got beat by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm not going to bury the lead because that would be unprofessional by me. But before we get into that, this this show is brought to you by Wingstop. Uh, well, Wings, well, Flavor gets his wings. Get the chicken sandwich now. Yeah. All the flavors. Get it and eat it and just relax because – Drown your sorrows and chicken there's, sandwich. There's, there's, there won't be much to cheer about outside the chicken sandwiches for a while, but I'm not going to bury the lead. The Cowboys lose last night. Not only did they lose the game, a little bit of pride, uh, a little bit of blood. They also lost their starting quarterback, Nate. Dak Prescott out with a hand-slash-thumb injury for what they're presuming to be six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. He's had surgery or is having surgery today. If he didn't have it already, I don't know where he's at in that, but they were scheduled to have surgery today on the hand-thumb area, and that will put the Cowboys quarterback on the sideline for six to eight weeks. Up next is Cooper Rush, who came in the game, and, you know, 13 attempts, seven completions for 64 yards. But, you know, we know that's at the end of the game. That's, That's garbage points. Um... Nate, your thoughts, Dak Prescott being gone. Where, where does this football team go next? Very, very unfortunate. Uh, but, you know, and I, and I hate it for Dak. I mean, out of three years, he's been hurt. So uh, Missed 19 of McCarthy's 41 games. I yeah, think. so uh, he's out. But now, don't take this the wrong way, fans, or anybody in here. But I, I have learned to move on. You know, I, I, through my football years, I hate it for Dak. He's a great individual. He's a great leader. Uh, things weren't looking well for him that entire game. Uh, I think we mismanaged that game badly. I tried to uh, share with people doing, you know, you come in and say, I hate to be right, I hate to be right this one time. But 
just remember now, the way you played this game and, and the style that you played this game, uh, we talked both talked about this. Are you willing to give it to the defense? And until you change your mind offensively and play everything to the strength of your defense, you're going to get more of these. You're going to get more of these. Kurt, Dak lists and more of these. Kurt, where do the Cowboys go from here? I mean, to be one game into the season yeah. and to lose your quarterback, where do they go from here? Like, like how do you galvanize the troops? How do you convince players and fans and people who are involved in this organization that there is a brighter tomorrow, that things will work themselves out? Uh, where do they go? Do they go to Cooper Rush? Do they go back to the opportunity where now Will Greer and Cooper Rush battle each other out in yeah. practice? Or is it is it imperative and important that you pick a guy today and give him the absolute uh, opportunity with all the reps in practice this week to prepare for the game in Cincinnati at home? Like, where do the Cowboys go from here? That I think they definitely need to pick one for now. And, I mean, they can't do a split job at quarterback. They've got to pick one and go with him now. It is interesting. I, I always felt that Cooper Rush was the safe bet if you needed him for a short period of time. And now you're talking about seven or eight games. Maybe I know you guys, I think, were in favor of Will Greer. Maybe he brings more of that that kind of game that Dak can bring. But I don't know. My only silver lining in all this is that the Buccaneers are a good team. They're a Super Bowl contender. The Cowboys, this was basically, I mean, that entire offense – for the most part, it was their first game action since January. They hadn't played any in the preseason. Yeah. This was a, their preseason game. Maybe, you know, and, and we'll get, get some legs under them. And we'll get into that. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll dive deeper into that because I've, I've always been a proponent of, of playing in the preseason. And people call me old and antiquated and, and outdated and get off my lawn, Jesse, or, you know, go, 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 you know, go back to the old folks' home because that's not the way football is done nowadays. But to stay, to stay on that, the quarterback topic. Are we in a place right now where we're saying, because here's the silver lining, right? The injury is only six to eight weeks. Now, your hope is that whoever is under center can get you three, four wins? Maybe. That's the that's that is the that's the ceiling. Like that is the ceiling of hope. That is the hopiest of hopes yeah. that you have. Six games, seven games in, where do we where are we sitting? Where 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 who who are we playing that seventh game with Dak get back? Uh he could be if that timetable works, it would be Chicago, but there's been talk that the next week's the bye, so they might so might just give him the bye. Give him the bye, which I think if he can play, man, you need that win. So my 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 question now to you is do you begin to explore other quarterback options? Do you look out there and you say, and I'm I'm just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm just saying. Don't say any names. I, I'm just saying. No, you don't. You look at other quarterbacks maybe on the West Coast that's, that mm -hmm. are, are backups. You look at other quarterbacks or other places that may be, you know, available. Do you, do you, bring, that, do you bring that into the conversation or do you say, hey, these no. are the guys who we had on the roster. No. These are the guys who we have in the locker room. We're going to go with either Cooper Rush or Will Glair. No. Nate? No, because now you 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 complicate it even more. You're bringing a new quarterback who got to learn our system and our language, and now you still got inexperienced wide receivers. Hell, at this point in time, working. Nate, this, this offense can't be hard to learn. 
<laughs> as <laughs> simple as it is, simple. it can't be hard to learn. <laughs> with, the, with the lack yeah. of uh, interestingness in this offense, it can't be that damn hard to yeah, learn. Yes, it is. I know. I'm it's going to be hard to learn. And you have, as you saw, even with our starting quarterback, there was no separation. You saw our quarterbacks throwing into double, triple coverage, trying to get the ball to C.D. Lamb and trying to get him going. His body language was all over the place. You know, you know. I'm like, wow, C.D., don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You you got young guys behind you that's looking at you. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're inconsistent. The only hope you had and you choose not to even even explore it was your run game. You just and then and then <laughs> another thing. You told us that Tony Pollard was ready for the blitz game. Did you watch the game? Yeah. No, it's he ain't ready for the blitz game, no, bro. No. He, ain't, I, he ain't ready for the blitz game. And so all of these things, you got to look at the film. and say, I do agree with you, Jess. And simplified. Simplify what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Gonna have yeah. to. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I think my my I think my left tackle had a man right here and turned into here. If you got the point and say, baby, you got him. <laughs> that had so to be, your quarterback don't get hit. He had a guy lined up next to him. That had to be a mis a miscommunication, but right? I'll right. say this, Kurt. You for 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 that, the running back was right. The running back always protects inside out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why he would step down when there's a guy standing right, but it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The yeah, running back is always going to Unless they gave a out. signal and somebody missed the signal. Because you can yeah. give a pat. Right. Or you can, you I mean, can that was say so something. blatant it seemed like somebody see, missed something. See, but, but – go ahead, Nate. See, like, like Jimmy told us, when we were a young team, we had veterans, but we were a young team. And we had David uh, Shula. And everybody here was spinning. Mm-hmm. Jimmy said, you know what? I don't care how simple it is. Make it where these guys can understand because I'm, I'm, at the end of the day, it's one person going to pay this price. It's one person. It's going to be your quarterback and your star running back. And then all of a sudden people going to say, at five games in, well, you know, maybe they just keep it simple. Too late. Interesting fact, Nate, and you were a part of this. The last time the Cowboys did not score a touchdown in a football game was 1989. Yeah. In an opener, yeah. In yeah. the opener. Yeah. Uh, and you were a part of that team. I think yeah. that was Troy's rookie year. Yeah. That was Troy's yeah. That was Troy's rookie year. And so that um, was David Shula, and we running around right. not knowing what who to block <laughs> and yeah. who to block. But like you said, the quarterbacks, though, don't you think they need to stay in-house? I mean, at I this do. Point, I, and, yeah. and, I, and I brought that up just for conversation. I do think you need to to stay in house. And uh, another, you know, an, another reason for for that is whoever you bring in, they're whoever you bring in is not going to be better than Dak Prescott. No. And I saw the way Dak Prescott played with this group yesterday. So. I wouldn't even waste any more resources in bringing in somebody who's going to kind of give me the same thing that gave me yeah. or less than, um, than, than than what we saw. I hope this doesn't turn into, was it 2015 when, you know, um, Romo got hurt, so Brandon Whedon came in. He did a few games. That Well, let's bring in Matt Castle, and he stunk it up. Let's They're not going to do that. Let's go Kellen Moore. They're not going to do that. 
one one thing that I that I went back to, and 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 Jerry, we love Jerry for all that he does, but we also love Jerry for his quotables. And Jerry talked about last week with the offensive line and in in specifics with the left tackle. His comment was that you're going to have to pay some sort of price with starting a rookie left tackle. And I think what happened in the game Sunday night was you paid the price that you could not afford to pay. You you wrote a check that you could not cash because mm-hmm. paying the price of the the rookie left tackle woes, and we always talked about, you know, well, a false start or holding or blown assignment. No, we didn't. We, y'all talked. We talked about that. You had to, I would say, you uh, had I no part to. I say, yeah. which play is it going to be And your quarterback? Yeah. And I'm not blaming yeah. Tyler Smith, yeah. but Tyler Smith's guy was the man, Shaq Barrett, who was beating him around the edge to the quarterback. That was the, or was that up the middle? Oh, up the middle. Whatever it was, it was on Tyler Smith that led to the unforeseen thumb injury of Dak mm-hmm. Prescott. So, you know, sometimes you have to be careful when you speak things to existence because they might happen. And Jerry has been one who's always been able to be loquacious in his comments. But mm-hmm. stay with us. we got a lot more show to go. And I wish we had five hours because there's so much to talk about. Nate will talk about the running game or the lack thereof. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the real bright spot of the game yesterday. And that was the one guy that we thought was going to be the bright spot. Micah Parsons, uh, and 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 where guys didn't show up, who showed up, stars up, stars down across the league. Stay with us, hanging with the boys. We're we going to do our best we can like the Cowboys did. Stay right here. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls. With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back to hanging with the boys. Hanging with the boys, it feels like Black Monday, mm. even though it's only week one of the football season. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain.com. I'm almost reluctant to say this next one, but season tickets, season game tickets is available. Limited tickets for the 2022 Dallas Cowboys season at AT&T Stadium are available. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets or go to SeatGeek.com, the official ticket provider of AT&T Stadium. I guarantee you next week there will be a ton of tickets available to that football game. But act fast. <laughs> act fast. Cincinnati might come Cincinnati might take them all up. But act fast. Mm-hmm. Um just break it. We're, we're back. Cowboys lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19-3. Dak Prescott goes out with an injury in addition to Dak Prescott. Jaron Curse also leaves the stadium on crutches, uh potential knee injury. We don't have the full details on that as well as Connor McGovern who got rolled up on. He leaves in a boot. We don't have all the full details on that, but we're, we're assuming a high ankle sprain. That's going to be out for a couple weeks. So yeah, couple weeks. Basham, go ahead on. Basham, he had a thigh <laughs> contusion. He's going to be out maybe a game or two. So now you, you have a bunch of guys and and that's how the that's how the NFL works. Right? It's 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 skill, it's a little bit of luck, and it's the war of attrition. It's the it's what team can stay the healthiest, the longest, to the end. You talk about it being uh, 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 that 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 long marathon of a season, it's being able to keep a multitude of guys, especially those guys who are key contributors to your team, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams, is being able to keep those guys as healthy as you possibly can. And one game in, the Cowboys have lost QB1 for a significant time, your left guard for a significant amount of time, you're starting strong, strong sa- free safety, strong safety, big nickel, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. for a significant amount of time. And then now one of your great which rotation, we thought, players. rotation guys yeah. in that defensive front, which didn't look too tough in the game yesterday, the way Leonard Fournette ran all over the Cowboys uh, in, in that game, those guys are out for the year. And so now you have to find, you know, the mentality of next man up. And that may be a little bit difficult for the Cowboys, especially offensively. Yes. We talked about it a lot coming into the year. And everyone raved. Nate, you were there at training camp. You you went to California. You went to – didn't you go to – Irvine, came back yeah, home to Irvine. Yeah, you, came, you did two trips to California. And <laughs> – and all of the talks in training camp, Nate Newton, Nathaniel, was, man, listen, Dennis Houston. Under your call switch. Dennis Houston, he was the talk of the town, right? Yep. And then it was, man, but Simi Fahoku's doing it. He was the talk of the town. And it was, I'm telling you, man, CD is ready to step into that number one spot. And, and all these things we were talking about during training camp, and we heard it from the Joneses, we like our guys. They still like the guys. We like our guys. Still we're we're, like we're going to go into this year. And I, and I wrote it down yesterday in my notes. 
Heading into that game yesterday, prior to that game starting, Dak Prescott, who had 85 career starts, went into that game as his pass catchers combined with Dalton Schultz, CeeDee Lamb, and Noah Brown, because those are the only guys who started as pass catchers in the NFL, had only 68 career starts. I also looked at receptions and receiving yards. In their career, CeeDee Lamb had 153 receptions. Noah Brown had 39 receptions. So you went into that, you went into that situation with 192 receptions for 2,400 career yards. And those Brown have been in the league for six years. Yeah. So you go into a game and, 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 and you're looking around and you're saying, we're going to be able to go out there against the good teams and compete when you have less than 200 total receptions between your starting two receivers and then the other guy is an undrafted guy with zero career starts and zero uh, receptions in the National Football League. And then you end the game with Dalton Schultz, nine catches. I mean, sorry, nine targets, seven catches for 62 yards. Noah, Noah Brown, nine targets, five catches for 68 yards. Your number one receiver, your WR1, the legacy of the 88. 11 targets, two receptions, 29 yards. You know, fellas, that's great. That's not great. That is actually the How opposite you, of great. No, no, no. How you just laid out all of that greatness. Oh, I'm great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I you appreciate great. that. Thank you. How you laid it, I mean, boy, just sweet and to the point. I, I, I said it over and over and over and over. Tom Brady, offensive line, they had a little more guys that was experienced by number of years in the league. Our offensive line was young. We went into the game with the same problems. But Tom Brady and their coaching staff decided we going to run the ball. And then we're going to put Julio Jones on you on the reverse. And then we're going to put Mike Evans on you. And then we're going to get our key guy hurt. Shouldn't have been out there. Uh, the other kid, God, God, I shouldn't have been out there. So, but uh, now, but the way look, coming from that point of view, I would take Zeke right along with number seven. I would take Zeke right along with number seven. We did not give Zeke a chance. No, we did not give our offensive line a chance. And now, now we finna go into another game. And, and I wonder if they're going to give our offensive line a chance. Well, yeah. here's, here's me playing devil advocate. Because you, you, you there is a rhythm and a flow to a game, right? Mm-hmm. And so what ends up run, happening— Run, run, game, game, pass, pass, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. <laughs> Go ahead on. Tell me the rhythm. Give, no. me the, give me the alpha rhythm to that. No, and, and to your point is— and you and I, we went back and forth about yeah. this, about running just for the cause, for the sake of running. Deke Elliott only had 10 attempts of 52 yards. So on average, he was averaging 5.2 yards a carry, which yeah. sounds like it's a pretty good per, per carry percentage. But when you look at, and, and this is the part that we go back to and that we, it's not talked about, the Cowboys, again, it is, it is talked about, but we'll talk about it even more. But the Cowboys had 10 penalties, right? Yeah. Put that on loop. Put that on loop and just keep saying it over and over again. Cowboys penalties, Cowboys penalties, Cowboys penalties, Cowboys, because it's a recurring theme. But when you get into these games and then you run the ball on first down and you gain five yards mm-hmm. and then you run the ball on second down and there's a false start or there's a holding. 
So now what you've done is you've now backed yourself up, and now we're second and 10, right? And so now if I run the ball again and I get three yards, now I put myself in third and eight. And that's that's a distance that you don't want to be in. So your your rhythm of oh, running. Once again, you sound great. Once again, you, <laughs> so what? So let's look at it from this point of view. You throw the ball and you're incomplete. Second and ten. You throw the ball. You incomplete. Second and ten. You throw the right. ball. You get a holding, and now you second and uh what twenty. Oh, yeah. So you know what? However you put it, it's gonna come down to execution. But what you have to do is protect your offensive line, protect your defense at all costs. Because if we get to game eight and our defense is playing twenty, and our defense is playing thirty-two minutes and 42 seconds, yeah. on average, we would not have a defense. Hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what I wrote about that. And, again, my notes were on. Yeah, yeah, on say, Naps, you, yeah. Do you need a notepad or no, something? I, you know, here's the thing. No, here's the thing, right? <laughs> In my giddiness to get to the game and get prepared for the game, I took both of my phones. I got a little notepad, right? right? I, took right. Both of them, I took the notepad. I put both of my phones on top of the notepad on the kitchen counter. To say to myself, when you walk out, You'll take the him. notepad yeah, with you. Right. But what did I do? I picked up both of my phones and left the notepad. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to write on the napkin. But to Put your the point. notepad on the phones next time. I know, right? On top of. And here's what I wrote when it came to that. The defense is good. Really good. Yeah. Defense or defenders are not marathon runners. Hmm. Meaning you can't have them on the football field for long periods of time. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a lot of body blows from Leonard Fournette. And that's that's three yards, five, eight, three yards, five, eight. And it was a constant study. There were long drives. The lone touchdown drive was almost a five-minute drive, a nine-play, 79-yard. It was four minutes and 45 seconds, nine plays, uh, 79 yards. And they begin to drag that defense into deep waters. And the last place you want to be when you get tired and fatigued is in deep waters. Because now they got you. And so the Cowboys found themselves in a position when you don't have any rhythm offensively, the thing about Tom Brady, and I wrote this in my notes as well, I said 12 makes you right even when the math is wrong. And that was a play on Jerry Jones's one plus one is three. <laughs> because Tom Brady's going to make you right even when the math is wrong. Even when you have an advantage in a certain area, he's going to find a, a, a component that's going to make him right. He Even when you uh, – like, like when you look at Tom Brady's numbers throughout the day, he's only had, he only had 18 completions for 212 yards, an interception and a touchdown. But he understood the pace and flow of the game was, I never have to take these high-octane throws and take these high putting the ball in, in dangerous way because I look across the field and I go, they can't do a damn thing on offense. Yeah. So actually punting the football to them is probably a good thing for us because they're going to eventually give it back to us and I'm going to just bleed them and bleed them and bleed them. And then in the fourth quarter – once they once they once they begin to bleed out from a thousand cuts, they'll fall and they'll wither and die. And and that's what you saw a lot of uh, in this football game yesterday. Brother, Dak, this is Dak seventh or eighth year. This is Coach Kellum's fourth or fifth year. Coach uh, McCarthy's been in here forever. 
if you can't see where your strength lies, and then even to your detriment, your weakest part of your team is your offensive line. The second or maybe equal as weakness is your is your wide receivers. Your strength and what is easier to do is sitting behind you. And then you put Pollard in a no-win situation with those blitzes. If you if you if you if you can't figure it out, something wrong. Yeah. I mean, do you think at that the was, end of the day, something wrong? Do you think that was the reason they didn't run more? Was the was just the penalties? I mean, because it made I, well, no sense. Like, yeah, well, sure they were. You know, like you said, they weren't giving them the body blows. Like, you know. I no, know. I I think I, you want well, you want the honest truth from sure, me. Of course, I think Kellen Moore has is was and forever will be a bad offensive coordinator. Mm. I think Kellen Moore was given a position almost in the terms of nepotism and sorry, (laughs) but I I, I just think that because there's, there's no other way to explain it over and over and over again. We see the same thing, but yeah, such is life. Um, And so what we'll do is we'll take this break. And then we'll come back, and we'll talk a little Michael Parsons. We'll talk a little about the good side good stuff, huh? of, of the football game and why you have – if there's anything left, at least for the next six to eight weeks, to get you excited about the Cowboys and football, it's number 11. And we're going to talk about them in our third segment. Come on back with us. Hang with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the stars. Get autographs from your favorite players and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to hanging with the boys. 
right back at you, hanging with the boys, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly. We break down the Cowboys' loss to Tampa Bay Sunday night football, 19-3. A lot of bad stuff happened in that football a game. A lot. We don't have enough show, and I'm sorry. Like, I, I try to stay on point, and I try to get the things that we – we don't have enough show. There isn't enough show. <laughs> there, there literally is not enough show to discuss – and to dissect all of what we saw in the game yesterday. But out of, out of all that poo-poo, out of all that boo-boo that was on the field yesterday, there was a diamond. There was a diamond in the rough. There was a, the, the, you know, the, yes. <laughs> nice. Out of all of the chaos and all of the ugliness there was still a rose that was up, that wasn't uprooted, that was still there from the storm. It's yeah. the guy that we – Nate spilled his coffee. That that guy's Michael Parsons. Because, I mean, the way you was kissing, I was like, let me put my, put my mouth on him. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to massage this thing out. Yeah, you do it, bro. I'm trying like, to massage this thing out. Let me drink something as he kiss it up. <laughs> Because Micah is the only bright spot that we had in that football game yesterday. There were some guys who kind of flashed here and there and had some good things happen to them. But for the most part, that that was top roster, bottom roster. You know, everybody's waiting for your boy, you know, prime time Turpin to do something. That is, it's he funny. got a dose of reality there. It's, right? it's funny how things change for you a little bit when you're in the preseason, when you're in the regular season. Life a little bit different in the regular season, Kurt Day. I want to just let you know, as uh, someone who's been in that circle a time or two before, yeah. it seems a lot easier in the preseason when there's a bunch of guys who may not know what's going on, may not be sure, yeah. to when there's a bunch of other dogs who really know this is, what, this, this is how yeah. I eat. Life becomes a little bit different for you. <laughs> but life wasn't different for this dude. It was ho-hum, ho-hum. The lion was this, eating. This is what was so sweet. And we're talking about Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. I mean, if there's anyone who, guy, who just got to the planet today. A guy who <laughs> Smith, they left tackle, was his premier. He hadn't gave up nothing last year. Nothing. He is premier. He ain't beat him once. He beat him twice. Mm-hmm. And the, Different moves. Man. You talking about closing speed? I ain't never seen nothing like it. Shot I out mean, of a cannon. Running man. backs, it don't matter. On an angle, I just running from behind. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. He stopped this game from being a blowout in the first half. They yeah. were inside out twenty fellas. Mm-hmm. He knocked them out of there, not once, but twice on two different. I, I, just, I just shook my head. I'm like, wow, he, he literally just saved us 14 points minimum. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And while it was already embarrassing, I mean, t- Michael Parsons, you know, he ended up with five tackles, five combined tackles yesterday, four tackles, solo tackles. He had two sacks, two tackles for losses, two quarterback hits. And, again, he's the guy when you break the huddle, Kurt, that <laughs> the quarterback, the running back, the, defend- the, the offensive line yeah. are saying, where's number 11? Yeah. And, and and what Dan Quinn has been able to do with him is line him up because he's had he one of his sacks he came from the inside one of his sacks he came from the outside, and this is a guy who we we we've seen it a lot last year, and he told you my, my goal is to be the very best player there is in the National Football League, not on this team, in the National Football League, 
and he wanted to put time out the game. He he yeah. he tried. He tried. He tried. But my my question for you, Kurt, is: Is this sustainable? When you when you look at mm. when, and remember and remember the time of position. <laughs> yeah. When okay. you, when you look at this, you know. A lot's going to be on Micah's plate now. Right. The defense is going to be on the field a lot. You know, we, we, we looked at the turnover that they had last year. I went and looked it up, um, you know, the interception and stuff like that. No player has ever had back-to-back double-digit interceptions. I shouldn't say no player, but it hadn't happened since the 1950s. Yeah. It's like Tom Keen is Keen. <laughs> Tom Keen in like 52, 53 had back-to-back double-digit interceptions. So with history here. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to do my part. <laughs> um, but is this sustainable for Michael Parsons to play at this high of a level? It's only week one. Yeah. We got we got 17 more of these. I'm I'd sorry, like, 16 more of these. I'd like to think that Micah can do it. I mean, he did for the most part did last year. He played at this you know a high level throughout. Well, he you, didn't uh, see too many dips. But I mean, earlier he, in the year you had you had you had a lot of help offensively. Yeah, you know, not being on the field true. as much. It may make a difference with the offense being the way it is, because um, I, I mean, I, that's my concern. Can Micah carry this team to? I mean, this is a good defense, <laughs> but it's not the '85 Bears, you know. I, I, I'm and loving what he, you're saying. Can he? I'm loving what you you're trying to get there, and what you're trying to say is this team willing to cater to Michael Parson in defense. Is this team willing to sacrifice the explosive offense we're supposed to have to help this defense? When, when, okay, when you break that down a little more, when you're saying catering to the defense, you're basically saying eat up clock. Eat up clock. Uh, whenever you get, whenever you do get a turnover, six, seven points, you need that. Whenever you do, you want every game, especially at home, to be what what happened today. But you need the nineteen. Or you need the 24, especially at home. Home should be where you feast at when you have a great defense or a team that has the potential to have a great defense. Home is where you feast at. And so when you go on the road, that's that's the only thing that I I depend on to travel. I depend on defenses to travel. The Steelers were supposed to get – supposed to yesterday got beaten down by Cincinnati. How did they stay in that game? They're like, we're going to run this ball. We're going to uh, cater to our defense. This is where you, this is where you said it last week, and I'm, and I'm saying it even more, and I said it. You're going to have to cater to your defense. And if you want to win games, your quarterback going to have to be an ultra manager. We're going to have to get our number one receiver going, however it, it takes. Yeah, that's a big However it question. takes. And, and we got to find Dalton Schultz more. We we got to now if they lock them two guys down, Dak. You wanted the number three guy, number Harrison. <laughs> you wanted it. Mm-hmm. You got it. Tobert, you got to come up for for Hoko. Mm-hmm. Come on, fellas, y'all. This is a challenge. This is a challenge, Jess. Yeah, it's a. We need them to play better, but the question is, can they? You know, I mean, the talent is what the talent is, right? <sighs> In, in times of desperation, you kind of want your talent to elevate a little bit more. But again, when you're talking about when you're talking about putting guys who are already 
talent deficient in situations to have to play superstar roles, you're 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 asking for too much, right? When you when you when you got guys who are playing roles that they're just not physically supposed to play, and and and, and it is. I don't want to sound like a not like I'm, I'm bashing anybody, but Noah Brown's not a number two. Yeah. He ain't a number two, guys. He's not a number two. So when you have guys like that who you're trying to make be a number two who is a three or four at best, you're asking him to pay, play well beyond his, his, his natural ability. Yeah. And there may be flashes of it. And it, and it may come in like, oh, say, oh I can't. but it's not sustainable. There's a reason why there's tears. There's a reason why you have the elites and the really goods and the goods and then the Jesse Hollies. And that's why Cedric Wilson went over there to Miami with Tariq Hill and the other kid from Miami. Because <laughs> he's like, I can just fit in here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can get the – listen, if their leftovers is 35 to 50 balls a year yes. for 700 yards and seven touchdowns, I can make a 10-year career of doing this. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. you ever ask me to go out there and be the 100 cat yeah. guy, you're not, you're not disappointing me. You're disappointing you because yeah. I already told you what I am. Yeah. I'm the 35 to 50 catch guy. I ain't the 100 catch guy. And, and as much as you want to do that, just certain guys just aren't built that way. And it's the same thing offensively, and it's the same thing defensively. And, and that – that becomes – I know Nate wants me to stay off the coaches, but it, it goes back to that. The reason uh, – you, you can get them, but the, the, the thing is I'm beginning to believe if, if Coach McCarthy uh, does not understand that we do have to run the ball a, a little bit more and, – and I'm talking about 60 pass, 40 run. I'm not talking about 75 pass, 25 run. I'm talking about you got to even it up just a little bit. Nate, I think it's so just far. A bit. I, I think it's so far out of his hands now. It's 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 unbelievable. I, I think I think he's so far into this thing. He just goes, you know what? Because the only way you get to that point now is that you have to take the reins back from Kellen Moore, and you've already been told by Daddy you can't do that. <laughs> you've already been told that. Even with even with your with your now your, your neck on the line your job on the line, Daddy already told you. Kellen's gonna call the plays, so you can suggest, and suggest and suggest, but at the end of the day, Kellen's the guy on the sideline with the paper to his mouth calling the plays. And there's nothing that you can do about it. So at this point in time, we're, we're looking around and we're saying, you know, we're asking for creativity. Newsflash. Creativity is not trick plays. Trickery is not creativity. It's trickery. And I forgot what famous coach said it. I think it was Lou Holtz that says, once you begin to do trickery, you've already showed me you can't. Once I get into that trickery bag, then that means I can't beat you mano y mano. And that is is the truth. They were doing that right off the bat. See, it's a difference between trickery and You've never seen Julio Jones do a jet sweep like this, the way we're going to put it on. Because we're going to, mm, 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 with number seven. And then we're going to fake this thing around, and next time we're going to hand it to him. And not only did they do it, but he was he's a big old guy. 
So you coming up, you ain't coming up to blast him. You coming up to figure out, okay, how do I take him to the crowd? <laughs> so I, I just and, and I want to say this before we before we move on. Because me and you and everybody else knew it. On kickoffs, they're gonna get turf and kill. <laughs> they, they gonna, yeah. they gonna, and I was so hot. Big hits there last I, night. I was yeah. so hot when they caught him right before the half. And then you're going to get him blasted like that. Instead of taking a knee, you got him blasted like that. And then you don't even try to throw a Hail Mary. You just go back and take a knee. Hey, man, way to get him knocked out. <laughs> and then you just get a get a knee. That was – I'm like, wow, what? A, who, who, who called this? Yeah. You got this kid killed. <laughs> I mean, there, there's – Again, there, there's so many things that we can talk about in this game, and we'll, and we'll do that. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. We'll come back tomorrow, and, and we'll talk more about it. But Great roundtable today. We, we rounded too much. I got, I got to take over the, the, the lead because I can't have you rounding doing that, man. You. <laughs> Can't tomorrow, you Nate will yeah. take Nate over. Will, Nate no, will I won't. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We're let you, we're I'm let just joking. You're doing a great job, though. Because one thing I love about our show, we can cut in on each other. Yeah. But be trying to lead the thing, I'll be going to cussing. It ain't going to be any bad. Jesse, shut Maybe up. It might be a good show. Nah. That might be a great show to the room. Nah, man. Jerry said all publicity is good publicity. No, so. it's not. Not for oh, me. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. Not, not if I'm professing who I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a good thing. I'm a Good guy. You are. You're a great guy. Yes, sir. Oh, you're you're a great guy. You're, you're, you're the Michael Parsons of a guy. R-U-N-N-I-N-G. R-U-N-N-I-N-G-S. R-U-N-N-I-N-G apostrophe S. <laughs> I mean, I don't care how you do it. You better start running the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to run up out of here. Yeah. We'll be back here tomorrow, 1 o'clock. And we're going to continue to break this game down. Again, there's so much to break down. You gonna break it down the second day? We got we still. I mean, mm. we didn't talk about the penalties. Uh, I mean, we didn't we didn't oh, we didn't my talk. Boy, still, <sighs> I we t- get five minutes, man. <laughs> I told y'all, I told y'all, yeah. while all the attention was going on Tyler and all the attention was going on McGovern, and we just we. Just, I, Terrence still, all of a yeah. sudden, just magically got a pass. We got to talk. We talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We're not yeah, with Peters and all we'll, that. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we'll get into that tomorrow. But are you in? Nate, appreciate you, brother. Kurt, my guy, Chris, thank you so much for keeping us on, bro. Will, bro, Will, get our shows up, bro. Will, don't don't cheat us, bro. Willie, bro, Willie, get our shows up. You call him. You got to call him Willie, bro. Willie, I apologize. Get our show up, please. I beg you, R-E-U-N-I-N-G. so we can get out there. Uh, I am Jesse Holly. Thank you all for joining us. Come yeah. back here tomorrow for Hanging yes, with sir. the Boys as we try to put some sort of bowl. I'm hyped. We'll try to put some sort of bowl on. I got the game, game plan for Cincinnati. I'm hyped. Ooh, you ain't got the right. game plan. Right. Right. Sir. Well, Nate has the game plan. So come back tomorrow to hear these foolishness. <laughs> I'm game Jesse Holly, man. We out of here. Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!